Good morning, my confident queens. It's your confidence cheerleader, Kiri, coming at you with another incredible interview from our badass mompreneurs, ready to give their best tips, tricks, and stories to finding and creating the most confident you. Let's get into it. Good afternoon, Becky. How are you? Doing great. Doing really good. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. Thanks so much for being here. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, So do you want to just kind of start us out by introducing yourself, who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Thanks. Um, Okay. So my name is Becky Harward. I am a part owner of a home building company in Southern Utah County. We're actually one of the fastest growing home builders in Utah right now. Um, And I'm one of the few women who own or are part owners in home construction companies. So uh, I, I always feel very um, lucky to be a part of this male dominated industry and to have found some real success in it. Yeah, absolutely. And what's it called? Hive, Hive Homes? Hive Homes, H-Y-V-E Homes. Cool. That's awesome. So how did you get into the industry and how have you kind of built it up into the business that you're in now? Okay, so when I graduated high school, um, and I kind of always say this, I was a tomboy in high school. And so construction seemed like a natural step for me <laughs> because just because of, I just got along better with boys and, and growing up, I just had more fun hanging out with boys. And um, really, I just blindly answered uh, in the want ads, you know, and went to this job interview and I immediately fell in love with it it was just perfect for me just the um the atmosphere and the energy and you know the the bad language I liked it all so (laughs) that's awesome that's so good to hear so I I definitely like feel you on being a tomboy and just like (laughs) feeling that natural pull towards uh like men in male industries, which is funny because I'm in the finance industry, which is also very heavily male dominated. Yes, absolutely. So how do you kind of deal with being in a male dominated field and maybe having those like gender biases that come with it? Okay, so honestly, um, what I feel like I did and I didn't even know that I was doing this but um I gravitated towards working with men that that actually do respect women you know like I I um allies yeah I was very specific about the men that I was able to work with and to um and to you know and we when we started Hive Homes it's actually a group there's four men and me and so when we started, I knew that I knew that that could have been an issue. Um, I felt very picky or choosy about who I was willing to align myself with. Mm-hmm. And luckily for me, um, the men that I work with now are just extremely respectful. Um, we have had to work through... Um, some of those 
male, female, you know, the gender bias, um, more of just the roles that I will instinctively take on. Mm-hmm. which and then I realized oh wait I don't have to do that I don't have to <laughs> clean up lunch after everybody leaves yeah, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean um and then I did have on the job site I have had one situation where there was one of the guys that works for us he felt like something that I had said was inappropriate and I I remember saying yeah I remember saying you work in construction. You know, what, what I said is nothing compared to what I hear every single day on the same job sites. And he said, yeah, but, but you're a girl, you're a woman. (laughs) That's not something that you should say. So those kinds of things, but honestly, um, respectively to my work and my success, I feel like aligning myself with like-minded men has actually helped me um, achieve the success I've needed more than hold me down. So that's Mm -hmm. what I would say has been the most important thing. Yeah, I think that's so important to find like groups of really good male allies when Mm -hmm. you're in that field, because they're the ones who are going to be able to like help push you up to the next level because, you know, unfortunately they have a lot of say you know when it comes to different things so aligning yourself with the right types of people that are gonna you know pull you up with them and I think that goes for any industry not just male industries too but like aligning yourself with the right people is key to people that will support you for sure yeah the other good thing that I've noticed is with my so with my husband I'll come home and, and we'll talk about things. And he, I feel like he's kind of taught me how to speak man. Like, you know what I mean? I'll tell yeah. him about a dialogue that I had with somebody and he'll say, why did you, why did you have to fill that with emotion? Or why did you have to give them so many details? Men don't want to hear all these details. They literally just need to know, no, I can't be there. That's all they want to know. They don't want to know about the babysitter. They don't want to know about all those (laughs) things. And so I feel like I've, I've kind of polished myself and my speaking of men or with men, uh, because of my husband, he's helped me that way. Yeah, that's great. Well, and I think it's interesting that you bring up like the emotional side of things because men always say like when they're more emotional or we go further into depth on things and stuff like that. But I also think that it can be one of our greatest strengths, especially in male-dominated fields, because they all like kind of think along the same plane, and we're able to come in and think in a different way that might, you know, be beneficial. So what do you think are some of the greatest strengths that you bring as a woman in the construction industry? Um, okay, so... I actually do feel like men are quite emotional. They just express it differently because um, (laughs) as I'm watching these men, uh, you know, on the job sites and how they're interacting with each other and, and there is, there's a lot of emotion that happens. They just don't cry about it and they just don't talk behind each other's back about it. They, they don't really complain about it. They just will yell at each other about it, but it's definitely there. Um, I feel like, um, being able to 
being able to come to them with solutions instead of with problems, being able to um, just, just really just being able to show loyalty because I think that men are, they appreciate that, they appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and just coming in with confidence, they understand that as well. And so those are kind of the three things I feel like have helped me when working with those situations. Absolutely. I think that's great. So, and you brought up confidence, which is always super important to me. So how has being in this industry and like growing as a business owner and like businesswoman really impacted you and your confidence? So confidence to me is less of a feeling and more of an expectation. And so I, so if I'm expecting myself to do well in any given situation, I typically will exude confidence because of that. And so I always try to set my expectation of myself realistically, but also I just expect things to work out a certain way. And um, as I've tried to do that in my business and just expecting things, uh, expecting myself to perform a certain way, um, and I have found some successes, obviously it makes it easier to believe that dialogue in your, in your mind. But I have felt like my confidence being able to succeed in a male-dominated industry has has boosted my expectation, which also boosts my confidence level. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important that we recognize that like our mental, uh, the way that we like frame things in our mind plays such Mm -hmm. a huge role in how we accomplish things and how we feel about ourselves. So if you just go into things expecting that it's gonna grow great, you're going to do well, all of those things, you like physically and like emotionally show up more confident than if you're going in like, oh man, this is going to be rough. I'm going to fail. Yeah. It's going to be terrible. So I think it's super important. And like you hit that nail on the head by saying like those expectations for yourself have to be there and be realistic, but also like high. Sometimes I'll even kind of create a little, this sounds, this is going to be embarrassing, but like a little mini movie in my brain yeah and I watch myself and and how this interaction is going to go and it doesn't last you know a few seconds but I'll actually kind of visualize that mm-hmm. and see myself and see the situation and and like lock it in that way before I go into a situation that I'm nervous about yeah absolutely I I was like a um, college cheerleader and we were always told to visualize the performance that we wanted to have before we walked on the field because that visualization like just puts you in the right mindset like yeah this is what I'm going to do I'm going to hit it it's going to be great and wonderful so I think visualization it's not goofy at all it's it's no <laughs> such a great tool <laughs> it really is it really is and then if I don't like let's say I I do mess up or I can't sometimes it's hard for me to find my words and and things like that and so I acknowledge that about myself and I'm pretty easy on myself too after do you know what I mean like if I if I don't meet up everything that I had expected I'm pretty easy on myself I don't 
beat myself down. And do you know what I mean? I think that's yeah. also important because I'm not going to destroy myself about it after either. Yeah. I think as women, especially, we can definitely be too hard on ourselves sometimes and be our own worst enemy when it comes to mm-hmm. that. So and then you I don't even want right. to try anything because you're so afraid of failure mm-hmm. and those feelings that can happen after. Absolutely. And I think failure can be one of the greatest teaching tools that we have. When is the time that like you maybe had a failure or something and you had to work through it? Like, especially like maybe something with your business. Yeah. So I, I mean, all the time I I'm sitting here, I'm stumbling because I'm like, well, it literally <laughs> happens every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, this is what I notice with myself is things will be going along and I'll, and I'll have a few of those successes and, um, and I'll start to just really get pumped up on myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm unstoppable. And then all of a sudden, um, a situation will arise and, and I'll find myself kind of messing up on, on something or forgetting to do something that's kind of big. And I know there's been a couple of times, um, Okay, so this one time, um, I didn't communicate properly the color of stucco this house was supposed to have, and that was my responsibility, and and that was a probably six thousand dollar mistake. Okay, and um, what it what that did for me was it helped me see. Okay, you're not unstoppable you know what I mean you do you can always be better but I I paid for it you know I I I owned up to it I told myself that it's okay you know what I mean you're okay but let's let's do better let's figure out some ways that I can that I can do better in this regard in communication and in organization and so those kinds of things honestly happen so often, but I try to learn from those. And, and like I said, I'm pretty easy on myself um, so that it doesn't stop me. And then I, I just move forward. Every little thing that happens, I feel like has made me into a better business owner, um, you know, a, a better woman. It has helped me be closer to what I want to be by making those mistakes. Absolutely. I, and that just like solidifies that point that those failures are learning opportunities and we need to treat them as such, not as like the end of the world. Right. Because it Um, does kind of feel that way. It's like, oh my gosh, this, you know, like, how do we possibly go on from this? But you always can. Yeah, definitely. Well, and you have kids don't you yes I have four kids my oldest is just starting college today that's exciting and they're wrecking for you as mom I'm sure (laughs) my youngest is uh she's in fifth grade so we're in a pretty easy time of life right now yeah how is that being a mom and trying to build a business all at the same time Oh, you know, you really couldn't have pinpointed the harder, the hardest part of life for me. Yeah. Um, as a mom, I, a working mother, 
building this growing business that was growing way faster than we ever thought was possible. Um, I always felt like no matter where I was, I was always letting somebody down. You know, if I was at work, I was letting down my children. If I was at home, I was letting down the guys at work. Mm -hmm. And um, honestly, I can say that that has probably been one of the hardest things I've had to deal with in my whole life is just balancing that. Um, you know, sometimes I say this and um, it's not always very well received. So it's okay if people don't agree with me, but one day I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of this panic attack. And, uh, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. How do I give my kids everything that they need? And, and how do I nurture my growing business? Like, how do I nurture both things? Because they're huge parts of my life and, and they're pulling me both ways. And honestly, I, the, what came to my heart was just kind of, you always have to pick your kids. I mean, you, if it comes down to it and my kid is sick at home or somebody needs me at the office, really my kids only have me. They can always have somebody else fill in for me at work a little bit, but um, I, I just feel like for me, that is what works because I had, I did spend some time there where I left kids home alone sick you know, to clean up their own throw up. And, and that was probably good for them. Uh, maybe it worked out pretty good for me, but, um, but, but that was, that was where I decided to be is, is I, that was my choice. And I know it's different for everyone. Some women don't have that option. And so in that case, I would say to, to build as big of a support system as you can to help you with your kids. Um, but because I did have that option and I do have a more flexible job, that was kind of what I ended up at. Honestly, for me, that's one of the best parts of like being a business owner is having that flexibility so that I can be there for my kid, you know, when he needs me. Um, and honestly, that's why I encourage so many moms to be business owners, you know, yeah, because we, we get the best of both worlds. And sometimes it can be hard um, when you're trying to grow a business and grow kids at the same time to like find that balance but I always tell people balance is relative and it's going to fluctuate over time so sometimes your business needs more attention and sometimes your kids need more attention like right now right. with your kids being older I'm sure your business has a little bit more of your attention um, right and and that's totally okay that is the reality of balance there's not like this direct correlation between I spend this much time with my kids and I spend this much time with my business right. all the time <laughs> right and I will say that the independence that my kids have learned through this process has been huge and so I honestly think that kids need a little bit of uh be, having to problem solve themselves mm -hmm. I think it actually is really good for them Mm -hmm. And so that I've been grateful for. Absolutely. Well, and your kids learn so many great lessons from you as a business owner too. They're like, wow, look at my mom. Look at all the great things she's doing, the impact she's making. Like, this is awesome. This shows me what I can do, that I can do anything I set my mind to, right? Yeah. And I have three daughters and 
and one son, but my daughters, I feel like it has been very important, even though they've had to, to kind of pick up some slack at home. It's been very important for them to see a woman, especially their mom, be able to succeed at something that you wouldn't think a woman would be able to succeed in. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so cool and so important. So what advice would you give to a woman or more especially a mom who is entering into a male-dominated field? You know, I feel like um, a lot of what I've talked about today uh, would be my advice to them, just kind of learning how to um, how to speak how to speak man you know I kind of spoke about that a little bit um but then also keeping their own feminine power and energy in that um sometimes I think of it as you know when you when you talk to somebody who is from England and and they're speaking English but they have this beautiful accent that's interesting and and fun to talk to and listen to I'd like to think that that would be the way we could be as women in a male dominated field where you're speaking to them in a way that they can understand. But you, since you're keeping your feminine power and energy, it's, it's in a way that is interesting to them and, and, um, and is, a you know, a beautiful thing to listen to. So, mm-hmm. um, learning how to do that and how to also, like I said, aligning with the right types of men, um, working for the right companies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, sometimes we feel like, oh, there's nobody else out there. This is the company I have to work for. But there is always other options. If you're feeling like you're never going to get somewhere at a particular company, just start looking um, because there, there are always options. Or start your own business, make your own. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And then um, as far as being a mom, Once I started bringing my kids into what I do, um, that became a really great growing point for us, Um, giving them the opportunity to work with me, alongside me, Um, even if it was making spreadsheets. I I had one of my daughters sitting next to me and she was inputting spreadsheets and that was time that we spent together um, and I was doing both things. I've had my son who loves graphic design. Um, I've been, he's been making slides for me of different construct, the construction process. And, and to me, that was something, this has been the way that I've been able to combine both. Um, and obviously, again, not every woman has that ability. Women who are, you know, doing jobs in an, in an office that they're not their own bosses, maybe can't do that as much, but maybe they can, there might be a way to bring their kids into things. Well, and honestly, if you're working with the right type of men, regardless of whether it's your own business or not, they're usually willing to work with you, especially yeah. around your kids. Yeah. Yeah, I I 100% agree. I uh, went to school while I had my son and he came to school with me some days because there was yes. no other <laughs> options. And you know what? He loved it and he learned so much. <laughs> right. Right. So, no, exactly. exactly. It's always great learning experiences for your kids to bring them along and show them a day in the life of a working mom. <laughs> they respect you a lot more too. They're like, wow, mom does a lot. No wonder she's so <laughs> tired when she comes home. 
<laughs> really? That's great. Well, this is awesome. I, I think it was a really great conversation and I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was so nice to meet absolutely. up with you and be a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us where we can find you and your business and all the things. Okay, absolutely. So um, my Instagram is Becky in the boys club. And that's my Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, on there, I kind of, I go into a lot of the design work that I do and renovations and things. But then I also talk about um, life as a woman in a male dominated industry. And, and I'm trying to bring more of the construction side of things into my Instagram and, and try to spread that knowledge a little bit. Um, I know you guys are doing your own build right now and bringing people through that, aren't you? <laughs> yes. I, yes. And it's so, and we're, we're building this and then we're starting construction on another house too. So there's going to be a lot of construction, a lot of design stuff on the Instagram. And then if anybody wants to look up Hive Homes, our web, our webpage is hivehomesutah.com or our Instagram is just at Hive Homes, H-Y-V-E. So H-Y-V-E, not H-I-V-E. Yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. And um, if you guys found this conversation interesting, please go check out Becky. She's always posting great stuff. I love watching her, her Instagram stories. So go check her out. Wow. Wasn't that a great conversation? I want to thank our guests so much for being here. If you guys found value in this conversation, please like, share, and make sure to follow our guest and me on Instagram and at our websites. And if you are interested in confidence coaching with me and doing some one-on-one, -on -one, you can go reach out to me on The Confident Mompreneur on Instagram or at theconfidentmompreneur.com. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time.